0: So, thank you all for being here. We will begin with our opening prayer. Choose to serve the Lord. Gather the children. Choose to serve one another. Gather the elders. Walk humbly with your God. Today, as we move into our time of personal prayer, we're going to begin with prayers of healing. And today, Instead of trying to name every prayer, and even when I get every prayer that I think that I know, there's always someone that I am find out that I left out. So I want to do a practice with you today that I did with all the kids and youth group to get them used to sharing their prayer requests. And it was the act of an unspoken prayer. I believe that God knows all, sees all, interacts with all. and Even the prayers that we don't speak, I believe that God knows them. So this opening prayer, I would like to be for prayers that are unspoken. And that will be prayers that we know and prayers that we don't know. But all of the unspoken prayers that are still real and tiring to dear friends. So let's join together in prayer for this time for all of the unspoken prayers. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Our next collection of prayers are prayers for clarity. And I had been receiving these prayer requests since since Friday uh, for a very specific issue that appears to have been resolved yesterday. But even with that, I think that we still need to pray for prayers of clarity, Uh, no matter who. The result was for uh, Tuesday's elections, I was going to have a prayer today for our new leader, or I, I more specifically thought whoever our new leader would be. I, I thought that we would still be in a place of unknowing today, but it has always been my practice, whether that I agree with or disagree with whoever is in charge, they hold a position that, that it's a no-win situation. And they have to make decisions that I am grateful that I will never have to make. And they have to care for far more people than I'll ever have to care for. And I always, always pray for whoever our president is. So today, we will hold out prayers of clarity, not just for that matter, but for all the matters that we find ourselves in uncertainty in all of our places that we see as future worries and future concerns. And we take a moment of silent prayer to pray for the places where we have to trust God's guidance to make decisions. Please be in a moment of prayer. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. I got caught for a moment enjoying the, the sounds of the birds right now. The wonderful sounds of, of their singing in, the, in this nice, crisp, damp air, but a reminder of, of other things and other hopes. There's, there's people who create other hopes for us, and it's our veterans. And this coming Wednesday is Veterans Day. And as we move into our next section of prayer not just for the veterans that we know in our lives that we celebrate as friends and family, but also the veterans that we don't know who served overseas and what other overseas war they may have been a participant in. They are all active participants on why that we can even be here in our cars and I can be standing here talking on a radio signal. They're the ones that defend freedom. So at this time, we'll take a moment of silent prayer and, and pray for our veterans. And as I look out, uh, we'll acknowledge Les and, and Mike as the, as the known veterans in our presence. So uh, prayers, prayers for one and all. Lord, in your mercy, hear my prayers. And now just to, just to check, if you could, everyone could just give me a little wave. I want to make sure everyone can hear me. Okay, thank you. And we're going to move into our one more last prayer. Our flowers today are for the birthdays of, of Mario, uh, Nira, and Mary Sulig. Uh, so just uh, celebrations of thanks and gratitude for these two dear friends' birthdays and just all the dear friends who we celebrate being presence in our lives. We come, Holy Spirit, excited to serve with you and to walk the path you have set before us. We chose to serve you and encourage our neighbors to join us, that your kingdom of love may grow and flourish on this earth. And as we celebrate this prayer together, we also celebrate the prayer that Christ taught us as we share the words that Christ shared. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So, in order to make sure everyone has a way to hear the music today, instead of sharing the pre recorded music that uh, Jen and I worked on, uh, you're going to have to hear me sing. So, uh, you've already waved at me that you can hear me on your radio, so you can't fake it and turn them down but we'll celebrate a moment of of prayerful song.
1: Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary pure. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you, Lord. Prepare me to be a sanctuary. Holy, tried and true. With Thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary. Oh. We'll move into our
0: time of prayer as we celebrate the prayer of affirmation. We are servants to a God who celebrates his children. We are servants to a God who loves the little ones. In Christ's grace, we are all God's children celebrated and loved by God. Amen. Today, as we move into our time of, of prayerful sermon, and if you're watching the slides today, our, our scripture, and it looks like my sermon slide dropped out, so please bear with me if you're watching on Zoom, or if you're watching on Zoom in your cars. As we move into this time of our, our prayer-filled sermon, we celebrate living. Today, if you watch the YouTube video, there was a conversation of a, of a tombstone. And on the tombstone, there is a birth date and there is a date in which an individual has passed away. But it's always been my feeling that the most important important part of that tombstone, even more than the name that's written on it, is a little small dash that exists between the birth date and the date the individual passes away. The little small dash holds an immense amount of importance because it represents living. It represents the time period in which this individual learned to walk, learned what it means to fall in love, learned what it means to believe in things and defend them, learned what it means to teach those things to others, and also learned what it means to be vulnerable for others in places that allows others to become the hands and feet of care for them. The dash that stands for living. Today, as we move into our time of our prayer sermons, I want us to think about all the living moments that we celebrate. We celebrate birthdays and first days of work and last days of work. We celebrate the first day of school and we celebrate college graduations and there's so much living that takes place in those time periods there's so many times that i've heard individuals share phrases such as if i could just get to this date everything will be okay i can't wait until christmas day so i can see what's under the tree i can't wait until my children grow up and get out of the house all of these phrases that become fixed dates and fixed points that we have set an idea of freedom in. But what I want us all to think about and pray about is it's not the fixed date of freedom that sets us free, but it's every day of living that moves us closer to that, that helps us grow, that trains us, that teaches us, teaches us what it means to be a participant in the greater kingdom and to know how to live with and to care for others. Our first section of prayerful sermon today is praying for the times that we have been allowed to live through hard situations so that we could see the blessings on the other side. The times that we live through hard situations so that we could see the blessings on the other side. Psalm 23 shares, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The journey through unknowing. But, just after that, it also shares, And you will set a table for me beside still waters, that I can sit in your presence of peace. I feel that those tables set beside still waters are more flavorful, more enjoyable, more of a places that we can experience with happiness and glee because we got to them through moments of living. So this first moment of silent prayer, please be in prayer for the hard journeys we experience.
2: Lord, in your mercy, hear our
0: prayers. There's all sorts of blessings that come along that journey. And I I think about this coming Wednesday being Veterans Day. And I think about the blessings that are produced by the care and comfort of other people. I think about the care and protection that is provided by other people. And thankfully, as I directly reference our veterans, I also directly reference school teachers and nurses and doctors and as we've learned in this time of social distancing frontline workers even be grocery baggers and grocery clerks all of the dear friends who enable us to have the things that we need to have so that we can be comforted and cared for and nourished while that we're on this journey so at this time Let's take a moment of silent prayer to say thank you for all of the caregivers, protectors and servants who help us have the things that we need.
2: Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. The last is this:
0: Today I am very grateful and blessed with the reality of what grace is. I'm very thankful for the Lord Jesus Christ, who has come to fulfill the gaps that we cannot fulfill on our own. I have spent time this weekend dealing. With disagreements I have spent time this weekend dealing with fears of unknowing and when I see disagreements especially when I'm dealing with them and I am directly connected to them I begin to see the shortcomings in my life and I begin to wonder what I need to change what I need to do that will make grace more possible in this situation and Every time I think about the Lord Jesus Christ, my answer to this question is that there's nothing that I can do when I come to my shortcomings. But I am so blessed. I am so blessed that Jesus Christ has already done what is needed to be done to care for shortcomings. I was asked a very special and sweet question this week: Is why does God let? bad things happen. And as always when I get that question, I cringe inside of myself, I start to worry, I pray for the Holy Spirit what to say, and the Holy Spirit stepped in this week in a way that that has never had before and it said, you know, I will never have an answer for why let why that God lets bad things happen. But I can share with you I am blessed that God sent the cure of bad things through Jesus Christ. So as we deal with the hurts and the pains of the real world, I want us to pray for the reality of the guidance of grace that comes from the one who carries the rod and the staff before us as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. At this time, take a moment of thankful prayer for the grace that can only come through Jesus Christ. Precious God, with all these things, we say thank you. Amen. At this time, we will move into what we normally practice on Sunday mornings as our time of Holy Communion. Today, with us being separate in the cars, we're going to do this much like we did the first Holy Communion we did over YouTube. Our our Holy Communion today will be a prayerful challenge for ourselves to remember what it means to participate with Jesus Christ in caring for the lives of other people. As we look at the sermon focus of the dash of living, we are called to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ who shepherds, care for, teaches, comforts others on their dash journeys. So today, as we think about the body of Jesus Christ that is seen in the bread, and as Christ rose the bread, he broke it. He said, take eat, this is my body, which is given for you. As often as you eat it, do it in remembrance of me. At this time, I would like for you to take a moment of silent prayer, celebrating both the benefits that the body of Jesus Christ has given to you through grace, and to celebrate the ways we become the hands and feet of Jesus Christ for others as we care for their needs. Please be in prayer. And on that evening, Christ took the cup. He raised up the cup. He passed it to those around him and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is the blood of my covenant for you, unending through all things. At this moment, we'll take a time of silent prayer, celebrating the ways that Jesus Christ cares for us, no matter our faults, no matter our mistakes. We will take a moment of silent prayer saying thank you for the one who never forsakes us. Please be in a place of prayer. Precious God, receive our prayers as a sign of our dedication to you and as a pledge to live lives of service to your children everywhere. In your son's precious name, I pray. Amen. As we move into our time of our closing benediction, please remember what the dash of living does for us. It prepares us. It teaches us. It it helps us become people we never thought we could be. Prepared and preparing, we celebrate God with us, now and yet to come. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with all of you. Amen. Thank you for participating and worship with us in this way today. This will more than likely be our rainy day style uh, until that we are allowed to have indoor worship again. So thank you for being the the first test subjects of this of this practice.
2: Amen. Oh, a
0: quick announcement. Uh, three o'clock. I sent out the links on Zoom. three, 3 o'clock today for the church conference. Thank you.